given me a lot to live up to. I'll pay you later for making me sound so good. A little too good. I'm not that fancy, folks. I promise you that. So about a year ago, I decided that I didn't have enough on my plate and decided to write down what my experiences have been as a graduate from Paul Mitchell, the school, things that I see hiring future professionals and occasionally having also to fire future professionals and things that I needed for my first couple of years out. So I wrote all that down in this nice little book called YFYI and for some reason, Tara has asked me to come up here and read the entire thing to you tonight. Just kidding. But I do have about 20 minutes and in that 20 minutes, I've decided to pick a few things out that I think could help you guys as you embark on your journey. Things that I needed to hear when I was sitting where you guys are sitting right now. It wasn't that long ago, it's coming up on 12 years, I went to Palma to the school, Orlando, and started my journey as a future professional. And I have a feeling that I know where you guys might be right now. You're in this state of awe, the state of shock, and the state of terror. Because you don't know necessarily what's next. And you know that you put a lot down on us as learning leaders, on Paul Mitchell, the company. Your parents may also have also sacrificed a lot to see you through the journey, putting in the hours, putting in the time, putting in the effort to get to this point. You know, for me, I love doing this because I barely graduated high school, so I always feel like I'm accomplishing something when they put me in a cap and gown. So I like to come in and dress up and pretend. Now, as you guys are embarking on your journey, I know that there are all those thoughts going through your head. I know that you have questions. I know that you, you are wondering, you know, what's next. And as I was thinking about what I was going to say, hopefully that person, I always look for one person because I don't know which one of you might be the one that there might, you might have a paradigm shift. You might have what I call a magic moment. So a magic moment is that moment in time when you hear something or you take an action and you do something, it could be one thing and this billionth of a volt snaps across your cerebral cortex and the course of your life changes forever. So one of my magic moments was going to Paul Mitchell to school and for a lot of you, this is a magic moment. For some of you, you may have thought about doing this for a long time. You may have gone against the grain. Maybe it wasn't something that everyone, when you told them, hey, I'm going to beauty school, they were like, yeah, that's awesome. So for a lot of us, I know for me, as a United States Marine, I couldn't even tell anybody I was going to hair school. How do you go from hunting people in the woods with a rifle to playing with dolls? All of my Marine friends think I'm on some kind of covert operation. I can't really tell them what I'm doing. So I know that's a, that's a, a big step. So some, for some of you, that is a magic moment. And every time I get to speak, I never take it for granted. You know, being able to talk to people all over the country, being able to talk to, I call a lot of the times when I go into Paul Mitchell schools, I call it, you know, working in the basement and that's where I love to work because you guys are the future. You're the future of this industry. You're the, you are the next level, the next generation that's going to continue to motivate and inspire and educate all of the people that come after you. And having had that same opportunity, I take the responsibility very, very seriously and I hope you guys will too. So there's a few things that I really want to talk about that I hope that will impart. A few things that I cherry picked from some of the things that I've written down for, for you guys as you're embarking on the journey. One of those things is decision. The decisions you make in the next 
30, 60, 90 days, the decisions you make in the next 12 to 18 months are gonna have a huge impact on the next 20 years on your career. Commitment, commitment, the things that you commit to and also the things that you don't commit to. The commitments that you keep and the commitments that you break are gonna have a huge impact in the next 20 years of your career. And then passion, how do you keep a passion going? Finding your passion. What happens when you look over your shoulder and now you're in the salon and you don't see your learning leaders there? And sometimes, and it will happen to you just like it's happened to all of us, you're gonna have a guest that maybe just didn't turn out. And then you wanna just throw in the towel. But how do you keep that passion going? So when it comes to decisions, all the decisions you make over the next few years, especially in the beginning, especially during these first couple of years, when you're really laying the foundation are gonna be huge. The, the salon that you decide has the right fit for you. The salon that you decide to go work with, the team that you decide to join. And I shared with you some of the decisions that I made, you know, joining the Marine Corps, going to Paul Mitchell to school, opening a salon. That's a huge decision. And some of you are gonna be making that in the near future as well. The commitment that it's gonna take. You know, I always think about a story of two guys that went to work for a railroad at this, on the same day many, many years ago. And this, I heard from a mentor and it's just stuck with me. So they both go to work for this railroad. And the day that they go to work, one guy's named Dave Anderson, the other guy's name is Jim Murphy. So they go to work and they're out there working and life happens, just like it's gonna happen to you, just like it happens to me. And as life happens, their careers kind of go in two different directions. So fast forward 20 years into the job, one day it's hot, sun's blistering, the guys are out on the track working, and there's a guy out there, Dave, laying down railroad ties, and all of a sudden this cart pulls up, you know, and it's a single railroad cart, and a guy leans out the window, and the guy yells over, he's like, Dave, Dave, Dave Anderson, and then Dave, he's sweating, looks up, and he looks at the guy, and he's like, Jim? Jim Murphy, is that you? He's like, yeah, and he waves him over. So Dave goes over there, he goes inside the railroad cart. He sits down, they start catching up, talking, probably about 30 minutes or so. And then it's time, they embrace, hug it out, Dave goes back out to go back to work. Now as he's walking back over, all the guys that were watching this happen are like just standing there with their jaw dropped. And they're looking at it, they're like, Dave, isn't, isn't that Jim Murphy, the CEO of the railroad? you know him? He's like, yeah. He's like, we went to work together. We started this company the same day 20 years ago. And so they're like, well, wait a minute. If you guys started the same day 20 years ago, how is it that today he's now the CEO of the railroad and you're out here sweating with us? And Dave, without hesitation, he looks at the guys and he says, it's real simple because 20 years ago, when we started on this job together, I went to work for $5 an hour and Jim went to work for the railroad. So when you decide on that salon, I want you to think about that. Are you going to work for just what you're getting paid an hour? Are you going to work for the company? Because it is about joining a company, not just about a job. And that's a lot to do with the level of commitment that you have. You know, when I think of commitments that we make, you know, some of you guys know we actually have one of our team members that's graduating tonight. And she can, she can verify we do expect a lot, 
but we also give a lot. So you want to be investigative in your career path. You want to be investigative of the salons. You want to interview salon owners. You want to interview because the first decision, if you decide and it's a good one, it could set you up in that trajectory that we talked about. So you want to take the time and the consideration when you're talking to salon owners. You want to get everything because this is your career. You know, the school has set you up to a point. They've gotten you to this point and that's their job. And now it's going to be up to you. It's going to be up to the salon that you join, the commitment that you make that's going to determine where you are in the next 12 months, 18 months, 24 months and beyond. So I want you to think about that commitment. You know, when we set out committing to your vision of what you want to do, when we set out, the vision that I had in, in building a salon wasn't welcomed by many. You know, I started right here in Tampa. I've only worked for one other salon besides my own, an amazing salon. And when I got to a point where I knew that my career path was about to take another turn, that was a big decision. And my commitment was to start a salon, having never owned a business, barely graduated high school, really didn't have a clue what I was doing, to start a salon that was just gonna hire people coming right out of school. And I would tell other people that were in the business world that, and they'd be like, well, how's that gonna work? Actually, they're like, it's not gonna work. How are you gonna hire people with no clientele? The only, the only client they may have is their mom when they start. And truth be told, moms, you know you're not trying to pay those prices. You're like, listen, baby girl, you can do my hair at the house. I know how that goes. I'm fam. So how are you going to hire people with no clientele and build a business? And many, many people, when I told them what my plan was to pick an apple from the tree, not the barrel, not just looking for people with experience and clientele to actually grow people, they said that'll never work. And in the beginning, there were a lot of times it didn't work. You know, we went out of business twice before it finally stuck. But it was that commitment because I believe in the future. And I bet on the future. I bet heavily on you guys. Some of you guys may become business partners of mine someday. You know, one of the goals that we have is to take people from school, future professionals, and then grow them through a career path that turns them into salon owners. We actually have one of our team members here tonight that owns part of three salons now that graduated from your school, Palmetto the School Tampa, seven years ago. And that's a, that's a commitment to a mission. So you have to have that commitment. So when you're, you're sitting there and you look at your book and your whole column's gray, you know what we say? Gray is pay. You know, when you don't see anybody in your chair in the beginning and you're depending on the salon to build it, you gotta look for the helping hand at the end of your sleeve and you have to get out there and build it yourself. So you have to make a commitment. And there will be days that you'll feel like throwing in the towel and that is perfectly normal. So when those days happen, you can go back to graduation and you can say, well, that guy Sunny D said there will be days like this because that will be the case. But your commitment to your career path and the passion is what's gonna pull you through. Now, how do you discover your passion? You have to remember those things. You have to remember that time that you were in school, that you were mixing color up at the color bar, and you were just sweating through your clothes, and you were like, I hope this comes out. Right? You have to remember that time when you picked up that section of hair and you were getting ready to cut it, and you just looked for your learning leader for the nod, like, go ahead and close the scissors. <laughs> because that time that you were sweating, those things that blew you out of the water, those, those tasks that you had to do, the haircut that came in that you were like, I've never dealt with this before, I don't know how I'm gonna make it, and you made it through. Those are the things you gotta think about that are gonna keep fueling your passion. 
You can't ever forget those things. And you have to know why you're doing this. You know, for some of you, it may be to prove somebody wrong. For some of you, it may be you have kids, you have a family, you're the sole breadwinner. For some of you, it may be other things. For myself, being homeless at 15, I just wanted to find a career that I could guarantee that my kids would never be homeless. And I did that at Paul Mitchell. And I remind myself of that every single day. So that's why I continue to push. That keeps my passion going. And you have to discover what that is for you. It's going to be different for each and every one of you. So you got to find your passion. You have to develop your passion. And you have to feed your passion. And the next thing is going to be the fear. How do you get rid of fear? Well, first you identify what it is. What is fear? We, we call it, Paul Mitchell, false evidence appearing real. That's all it is. And things that are going to scare you are the things that you probably should do first. Run at it head on. Because this is your career. And this is your life. And if you ever need a, a little checkup from the neck up, I got an activity that I'd, I'd ask you to go do. Next time you're feeling down, next time you're feeling like, you know what, maybe this isn't for me. I shouldn't have done this. I don't know. I got two left hands. My scissors don't cut. <laughs> Whatever it is, all my blondes come out a nice mossy green. I want you to go take a visit to any cemetery anywhere close by. Because as you walk through the cemetery, there's going to be something that you see as you look up and down those rows. You see those tombstones. And there's a, a lot of people there that would trade places with you in a heartbeat. But when the doubt creeps in and the dream killers egg it on. Some of them are doing it because they care about you and they don't want to see you get hurt. Maybe they thought you wouldn't make it in the beauty industry, so they recommended you to go to some other path. But I, we call them dream killers. Now here's what happens. The dream killers start to live your life for you. And one of my mentors talks about the dash. When you look at each and every one of those tombstones when you're at that graveyard, Jane Doe, John Doe, whoever it is, there's always some things that are in common. You got their name, first name, last name. You got a start date, birth date we call it, and you got an end date. Now the start date, everybody in this room, none of us really had anything to do with that. We all came in the same way, upside down, ball headed, butt naked, and screaming and crying, protesting. We didn't have anything to do with that. The odds of us even becoming a human are one in four trillion. You know, think about it. Our parents could have decided to have another glass of wine instead of making us. They could have went and caught a movie at that moment instead of. So it's one in four trillion. So you got the birthday and you got the end date. Now, the thing that's in the middle is the dash. The thing that's in the middle is what you and I live every single day. It's the dash and it's your dash. You have to remember that. Because those dream killers, the naysayers, the doubters, the haters, the critics, whoever you want to call them and whatever you want to call them, they're going to try to live it for you. But here's the thing. If you got the call tonight, think about it. If you got the call right now, you got a text while you're sitting there getting ready to throw your cap up in the air and you got a text and said, hey, change your plans. We need you upstairs now. It's over. It's a wrap. Do you think that any of those naysayers, critics, dream killers, whatever you want to call them, if you called them up, that they would trade places with you? 
Do you think they would say, don't worry, you stay here on earth. I'll step in and I'll take your place and I'll go upstairs. You just keep on living. I don't think so. And the thing is, if they weren't willing and aren't willing to die for us, then why should we let other people live for us? Don't let anyone live your dash. And lastly, as you're embarking out on this mission, and I call it a mission, you never know which way it's going to go. You know, I thought when I went to Palm Mitchell, the school was an automatic overnight success ticket. Well, I can tell you that 12 years later, it's still nighttime. And I'm still waiting for the sun to come up. I'm on my way, but I haven't quite made it yet. And so have patience. Have patience. Focus on the work. You could call it hustle. You could call it whatever you want. But focus on the work. Have patience. Because an overnight success statistically takes about 10 years. You know, so in those first couple of years, and the reason that I'm so passionate about it, you know, I never read a book before I wrote a book. But the reason I'm so passionate about it, because I don't want people to get discouraged too early. Because I've seen what can happen at two years in. When people were just about to make it and then they quit. Or at 12 months in, they were just about to have a breakthrough, then they quit. And then people that were just about to make it in on the 25th month, they got the biggest paycheck of their career and they were like, this is professional income. And a day sooner and they could have quit. And that's why I'm so passionate about these first couple of years. Because these are the hardest. Have patience. Stick with it. Because there is going to be some light. But with light also, there will be a little bit of darkness, and that's perfectly okay. And so just know that you guys have entrusted Paul Mitchell the school. You've entrusted Paul Mitchell the company to set you up to get you to this point. And now, what will you do with it? That's what you have to ask yourself every single day. What am I going to do with this opportunity? And preparing for an opportunity is your daily quest. It's your daily mission every single day. Preparing for the opportunity. Always preparing for that opportunity. Through training, through commitment to education, through coming back to the school if you hear something's going on. We're all alumni now. We come back anytime. There's something going on. You're part of this culture forever. So people like myself, a fellow alumni, people that are sitting up here, your learning leaders, people sitting to your right, to your left, that could potentially become your coworkers or future business partners with you, we all rely on each other to push each other through the journey. And it will take focus, it will take work, and just remember the commitment, the passion that you need moving forward. And so it's always a pleasure to be able to come here, to be able to spend some time with you. Some of you I saw throughout your journey, I saw you growing. Some of you I may have seen through social media, doing your work, working on your craft, developing yourself. And it's just awesome to see you at this point. And we all are really proud of you. Your parents are really proud of you. I can attest to that. So those are a few things that I got to cherry pick. The rest, read the journey, read the story. You know, this is a, it's a, it's a guidebook. And for the parents that are in the room, it also makes a great graduation gift. So we'll have these out in the hall. I'd love to talk with you, meet you, just shake your hand, congratulate you. Hopefully I'll see you after the ceremony, but it's been a pleasure to be here. Looking forward, the future is bright. The industry is beautiful. 
Welcome, you are now a part of it. Thank you.